the Lupus Living Podcast. Today's episode, Juggling Multiple Doctor Visits. Welcome to today's episode of the Lupus Living Podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to encourage you if you are living with lupus. Maybe you don't have lupus, but would like to understand what your loved ones that have it go through. Whatever the reason for you tuning in today, I say welcome and thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. If you would like some extra encouragement, there is a Facebook page you can follow. If you go to facebook.com backslash lupus living podcast, or you can do a search in Facebook for lupus living podcast, and you click the little like button and you'll get the most recent post. If you're newly diagnosed with lupus, one thing that you'll quickly realize is you have lots of doctors now. Even if you have had lupus for a while, you probably have more doctors than you can name. When I was newly diagnosed in 2017, it was very overwhelming trying to see all my doctors and keep all my schedules together. In all of my years, I I had would only see a doctor maybe every few years. And when I started seeing my doctor annually, it was usually because I had a sinus infection and I had to get medicine to help with that. Other than that, I didn't have to keep track of several doctors or scheduling visits or having tests and lab work. Just since the beginning of this year, I've probably had two doctor visits a month, and that's not counting the extra trips to the lab to have blood drawn and also to have sonograms and procedures at hot hospitals. I quickly realized I have got to get this organized. Usually organization isn't something I have too much trouble with. I'm one of those people that can't take it if my pens and pencils on my desk are not lying neatly or if they're not in their proper space. Okay, I used to be really bad about this, but not so much now. And of course, having lupus brain doesn't help with keeping things organized or remembering doctor's appointments. So what are those of us that have all these different doctors and doctor visits to do? Today, I'd like to give you some things that I've learned that may help you get organized and get some control over this situation. Number one, if you work outside of the home, understand your employer's policies about doctor's appointments, sick time, and vacation time. You may be asking, Gwen, what does that have to do with me going to the doctor? I'm glad you asked. When your doctor schedules your next appointment, the last thing you need to worry about is, or your next appointment, you last thing you need to worry about is, do I have time off of work to do this. It's time for you to become the expert at knowing this part of your employer's policy that pertains to when you can have time off. Where I work, I get four four-hour scheduled of appointment time each year. And once that's gone, I can use my sick time for going to the doctor. The thing is, when I use my sick time, I have to schedule it in, I don't remember if it's two or four-hour increments, I always have to check. So even if I'm only gone an hour, I have to schedule the other time and then return to work when that's over, If depending on when my appointment is. What I've started doing is scheduling my appointments in the afternoon, and then I can just go home after the appointment because my day is done. Most of my doctors 
are about a 45 minute or an hour drive away. By the time I'm done at the doctor's office, I'm ready to go home. Check with your employer if you can use your sick time for appointment time. And also keep a close eye on how much time you have to be able to take. I regularly check to see how much vacation time I have. How much sick time or scheduled time do I have? I try really hard not to take a sick day unless I am at an 8 or above on the lupus tired scale, but sometimes I need to. This is especially important if you don't have a lot of time to take off. The thing I learned that is really important is to keep your doctor visits even if you feel okay. It's a chance for the doctor to gauge where you are and if anything needs adjusting and also to get blood work to make sure that your medications are helping you. Number two, get a good paper or electronic calendar. I live in both worlds. I'm comfortable with using my phone to keep track of things and to give me reminders, and I also have a paper calendar. I use a combination of both. The paper calendar I use is about six by nine inches, and this seems to be the perfect size for me to carry and not feel like I have a huge book in my hands. This calendar doesn't just have my doctor visits. It has my work schedule and any meetings that I have to go to, events I'm going to attend. It's all on the month at a glance section. I personally like seeing my month at a glance. When the receptionist at the doctor's office says, we have this date available at this time, I write it down and then I'll figure out how to make it work. The thing is, it won't be a surprise in three months when I get the reminder from the doctor's office. Having this information can also help you schedule several doctor's visits in one day. I recently did this. In the last episode, I talked about the fine needle aspiration test I had done on a nodule on my thyroid. Well, then later that day, after I had that done, I had another doctor visit. I took one day off of work instead of having to try and take several hours off over several days. Since I have my calendar with me when the doctor's office asked to schedule an appointment, I go to the day when I have several already scheduled. And when you do this, be sure to account for how long you think that you'll be in the office and then how long will it take you to get to the next appointment. If all your doctors are in the same building, that works out great. But some of my doctors are in different buildings and at different parts of town. So I had to give myself time to get from one office to the next. Number three, utilize the hospital or the doctor's office app if they have one available. This is a great tool to help you keep track of doctor visits. I've even used it to ask about test results that I had but hadn't heard anything from the office. This works really well if most or all of your doctors are at the same facility or the same network. These apps allow you to see when your visits are and which doctor it is. Some of them even let you see if you owe anything before going to the doctor. I noticed when I go to the doctor now, they ask, is it okay to text your reminder about your appointment or do you prefer email? The apps usually remind me a week before or for about my doctor's visits or even sometimes if I told the doctor's office, please send me a text, I'll get a text about a week before. And then this way, I have several reminders and it's not a surprise that I have a doctor's appointment. And number four, the last point, have your questions written down to ask each doctor. I think I've mentioned this in previous, a previous episode, but this could also go for juggling your doctor's visits. One thing I started doing several years ago was writing down the questions I had for my doctor. It never failed. When I would go to a visit, I would forget to ask them something. You can type the questions on your phone if you feel more comfortable with that. 
I look at it this way. I'm going to use the time I have with my doctor to get as much information out of them as I can. So don't forget to get those questions ready to ask them at each visit. Those four things are what I do to not feel so overwhelmed and stressed with keeping up with my doctor visits. Maybe these tips will help you with taking control of this part of your life while living with lupus. What do you do to juggle all your doctor visits? Let me know. You can email me, Gwen at thegwenalexander.com, or you can contact me through my website, thegwenalexander.com, and click the contact button and send me a message that way. You can also message me through the Facebook page. If you have any questions or other topics that you'd like to hear about, you can also let me know that too. What are some of your pain points of living with lupus? Remember, you are not alone in this. There are at least an estimated 5 million people worldwide living with some form of lupus. So see, we aren't alone in this. Today's quote is one that I found that I think fits today's topic perfectly. And that quote is, remember, a visit to the doctor is a two-way street. You are in their office to report and learn about your health. So are they. The information on the Lupus Living Podcast is for informational purposes only. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before making any changes in your health and wellness routine.